Hello. 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 And welcome to the 67th episode. 67th? What's that? 67th? Oh no. 67th, you know. 67. I'm like 50 cents, brother. Yeah, exactly. 60 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh with me, Barney. Me, Alpha. Me, Jordy. It's another month. We're in another month. It's December. Do you remember in December? How okay, first question then we're gonna go straight in boys. Have you bought Christmas presents for your loved ones? Not yet, but I know what I'm gonna get for every single well, as in what you're gonna gonna... <laughs> No no know what I'm I know what I'm gonna purchase for like my my whole fam each individual person I have to buy. Question. Tell me what you think about it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Price points. It's my first year in a while of having a girlfriend, guys. So remember that to everyone. I've got a girlfriend. Everyone out on the Spotify. Take a shot. How much? How, <laughs> <laughs> how much money do you should you spend on the first Christmas? The first Christmas. Interesting. There might have been someone in here that taught me about the concept of Christmas stockings. That was Rex. Was that Jordan? Yeah. Uh, well, I learned that from my wife, but Amy. <laughs> So, but what's what's Christmas your... stockings? That kind of conveniently limits the the price tag on Christmas presents, right? Because they just it's load up. Money, money, money. It adds up to yeah, like you could get um six, like ninety pound could be your stocking, and you right. could get like seven things that all at one's ten pound, one's six pound, one's forty pound, and it adds up to like ninety pound. Okay, but that doesn't help me with my. I would say one. <laughs> I would get like. Stocking. To be honest, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that stockings would go up to ninety. I literally thought they were limited, like way. Like what, twenty just quid? The, yeah, just the just the more things you have in it, yeah. and the, and the yeah. thicker the stocking looks. It feels better. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I was gonna it. say. <laughs> I was gonna say. What is going at night? Just touching stockings. This feels better. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Talk to me, boys. Help me out. <clears throat> how much should you spend? Well, on your girlfriend in particular. Yeah, well, well, think think about it like this, and this yeah. is a common thing that therapists usually say. Here he is. Um, <laughs> how much would you like for your first present? I don't know. Would you be happy with a hundred quid present? Yeah. Is that a lot then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I reckon hundred quid, hundred pounds. It's a good it's first present. It's how much you value Christmas as a as a concept. We're not there talking about birthdays. Right? Love that. What is Christmas? Who is Christmas? But I'm just saying, like <laughs> Christmas and birthdays. Do yeah. you put them on the same level? I think Christmas is higher. Do you? I think wow. birthdays is higher because Christmas everyone. Christmas, Christmas is like the gift. Well, so yeah, so is the birthday. <laughs> For Amy. But no, 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 no. Mate, she got a fucking <laughs> Dyson hair dryer. Dyson. <laughs> That's in hairdryer. <laughs> Christmas no. is everybody's birthday. There he is. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean. Including Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't he die? <laughs> no. Oh, God, sorry, I'm not religious. I actually don't know. <laughs> Jesus didn't Did die Jesus on Christmas. Die? Well, he died in general. Yeah, um, anyway. So, wait, how, this is going swimming. So, how what much? do you think you'll... Well, she, she's listening. Yeah, so. she listens to this right now. But you should actually... What I think would be helpful is you agree on a price. What is this like a deal? Like, is this a deal? Like, you say you to mean? each other, let's set up Max. Otherwise, you could get her an iPad and she could get you some sandals. <laughs> <laughs> At Christmas. <laughs> or a beanie or something. What would Jesus wear? <laughs> Jesus would wear. Well done, Alpha. Fair play. Well done. Run the floors. That was top tier. How much are you going to spend, honestly? <clears throat> um, I don't think... 
guys, you can't ask me how much I'm gonna. I literally started off by asking you guys how much, and then Alpha's managed to ask me so how much you're gonna spend. That's literally what the question was about. Agreeing the price. Yeah. With her. Yeah. Um, defeats the purpose of gift giving, right? Okay. Agreeing a price that you're gonna cap yeah. it at. Yeah. That's like you know you're not. It's not at the goodness of your heart. Now you're. Like, <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. But like, just get away. You feel max. like you're. You're worth this. What do you feel to get her? That's why we have to ask you. Because how much do you think she's worth? You're moving mad. You're moving so <laughs> mad because you know she's listening. You're moving so mad. Well, if she's listening to this, I've already bought the present. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already bought it. Put my Lamborghini <laughs> in the post. <laughs> Cheers, Alf. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like, yeah. But yeah, one danger is if you set the early precedent this of the, the multi-hundred pound present. That's, that sounds quite toxic there, Jordan. We saying that we shouldn't like what to, to limit expectations. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> As men, we limit expectations for the women. Is that, wow. is that how you move it, Jordan? Wow. No, I, I would wow. say I'm a very generous person. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a very generous lover, Jordan? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you, so you still don't know. Do you know this ain't really a, you know, you, you'll know, in it, in your heart of hearts. How You're much? moving mad. <laughs> he's moving so mad. I wish you guys knew the boy. Like he, I can tell when Alpha is being what he's doing from a mile away. Listen, Alpha, stop it. It just depends on the, you know, how deep is your love? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hey, is it as deep as the ocean? Or is it as deep as a glass of milk? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll leave you with that. Let's move on. How's your week been anyway, man? <laughs> Oh my, well, that was a great help, guys. Thanks, I really appreciate that. How's your week been, apart from the last couple of minutes? I mean, that is taking it down a notch. Um, <laughs> good, like, uh, tour's been nuts. Yeah. Um, and stuff, so yeah, that was kind of new. Yeah, I that, enjoyed I, that show. Yeah, good, I'm glad you did. Yeah. You were there, so. <laughs> It'd be a bit awkward if you, if you weren't. Okay, guys, we were recording this before this show happened. <laughs> okay? All right? <laughs> you got me. You figured me out. Jordan, I heard Jordan say, I enjoyed that show. <laughs> what is it? Tour was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that show. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, but yes, I'm prepping for tour right now. It's a bit full on. Um, I think you're doing the same. Me and Alpha are literally rehearsing at the same time. Yeah. Um, for tour. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it, it... Boys. Have you got nerves? Like, what I was scared of before, like, yeah. I, that fear is gone now, but I was scared of everything just shutting down. Like, exactly. everyone just closing up, you know, the government just imposing it. I don't think, yeah, I think that it seems like that's not going to happen. It's not. And I don't know. It I don't might... know if it happened or not. One thing, actually, for both of you guys, because I did this in 2016, I released Cloak in June, mm -hmm. but toured in November, and mm. I really liked it because, like... People knew the album. People knew the album, but you know how these days, like albums people like fly through music they don't mm. really do that binge listen stuff well at mm. least that's what i've been told from like some friends yeah. they'll like listen to an album for two weeks and then they're on to the next thing mm. do you think that's better or worse that it's now because yours was actually earlier in april yeah right so you're talking about the length of time between releasing and but yeah and i like it being later like mine my album's out but i'm touring next year yeah i do think though with alpha's music it's a bit different because no one needs to know it per, per se. Like, so say with us, it's like more word based. Interaction. So like they want they want to know the words. They want they might want to sing along that kind of stuff. True. Alfred, they're not like necessarily singing along with the piano keys, but they, they'll yeah. they'll be familiar with it. So what 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 people usually do now, which I've heard, people will cram like like an, an exam. They will like listen to the album days before the, the show 
like just kind of like right just a that'd be interesting to see those yeah. analytics of yeah. your so, of your um dsps of like yeah, yeah, yeah. if there are only spikes in those cities i think so i, I think they will crack because you want to know what that's going to happen with the album so you people usually kind of because there is so much music to consume yeah they'll cram and be like okay cool but they might not know you and listen to your stuff to decide if they want to buy a ticket because they've mm. seen you pop up in the area or the spotify and stuff like that they might have seen you um for me it never it doesn't the length of time doesn't matter because the very next time I go out to tour, it will just be for the new album, whenever that is. Mm. So, because I've got new music to play, people have a new show to go to, mm. and it's going to be, it Do doesn't you, matter whether that's uh, three months or six months or, you know, yeah. 12 months. The fact that I'm playing new music is... Do you mean new music like stuff that's even unreleased now? Oh, no, oh, no. The, the so newest the, music, the new, yeah. The new album. So yeah, yeah. Bring Backs came out in April. Yeah. I haven't taken it on tour, but it didn't matter whether I went in May or... October or mm. November like I'm going now or I could have gone next I would have just still called it the Bring Backs Tour because mm. it's still something people haven't seen before yeah and it's yeah it's it's cool and like Barney said I don't really uh, have much sing-along stuff it doesn't really matter mm. to me it matters to me that people like my music that come to my headline shows mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily matter to me that people sing along to stuff and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that mm. um, so yeah do you think like when was when was the last time you went to a show and didn't know the artist? As in like you just bought a ticket to go or someone's brought you along to a show, you don't know the artist. When was the last time you went to a show you didn't know who the artist was but you went with a friend or you bought a ticket to go to a random show? Oh, have I ever have I ever done that? Mm. I actually That's did that for the first time in a long it's funny you actually asked that. I did that first two Wait, days podcast. ago at the Village Underground. I'm a great I went to go my spot. drummer Jim yeah. plays like <laughs> does like programming for an artist called Leifer James. Yeah, yeah. And I like went to watch the show not knowing any of his music. Piano player. Yeah, he's like singer, producer, piano player. Yeah. And um, it was sick, like sort of watching a gig objectively, mm. like not just you could hear the crowd cheer. And mm. I was like, okay, this must be one of his hits. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that was that was a sick track mm-hmm. compared to like you know it was like a hit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting, like watching a gig objectively. But yeah, yeah I, you- I don't do it very often. Did you watch it and how did you watch it? Did you judge him as an artist or did you just purely listen to what the music was as if you're just a punt about it? I was trying to do that, yeah. I went by myself and I was just trying to stand at the back and just be like, yeah, just listening to it with like fresh, fresh, not going like, oh, what's he doing now? Oh, he's looping over there. What's Jim doing? I wasn't like thinking like that. I was just like, how does it sound sort of thing? Do you have to try and stop yourself? Yeah, I have to be, I have to like, my natural thing is to like, not analyze. Chris, like, analyze, yeah, mm. analyze, which is annoying because like, I go to a show and like I saw Oscar Jerome, mm. who I really like, and I was like, okay, the drummer's doing that. Oh, oh, where's that sample coming from? And like someone over there is like triggering something. So right. I'm always having to like figure it out, analyze how they're doing something. Yeah. When you watch a rapper, mm. do you judge their performance every time? And like, do you analyze basically what they're doing? There's than... never been to a rap. I've never been to a rap show, and I've never and I've not judged. Um, do you mean like stage persona and <clears throat> talking stage pres- I think stage presence is one I think stage presence is like a big thing because rap shows are extremely basic if you look at it quite primitively like it's usually a rapper DJ they walk up and down the, st- the stage right yeah. um, but I think you can always learn stuff so what I do is even if I don't, I'm not enjoying it I'll be like why am I not enjoying it if I am enjoying it I'll be like why am I enjoying it I think talking is really important um, if you choose to talk or not to talk, that's, that's really key because you can talk too much. I think I've definitely done that in the past. Um, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, um, control, like mic 
control, like just in terms of just like actually being able to hear what they're saying, right, um, is really really important. Um, so yeah, I always and I usually go with Chucks, my DJ, and he'll be watching the DJ, right, right, and, and like, kind of like share notes, and they have like, a debrief okay, afterwards, yeah, 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 like what. So basically, this is before we're recording this before I've gone on tour, but that rhymed, uh, but um, I every show that I try and do and every tour that I do because I think rap can be quite boring after like the fifth song, sixth song, I try and make it a show. So like there'll be kind of like a how a stand-up comic. Theatrics. Yeah, like the how a stand-up comic knows their show. It looks like it's free form. Yeah. But they know every move and every yeah, line. Yeah. I kind of do the same thing with my shows. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like... I'm do you have to consult, because you're doing your next show yeah, with, with Jack, Jack yeah, with, yeah. with Mr. Jukes. Yeah. Do you consult him on maybe like talking points jokes any sort of stage yeah. presence like yeah, yeah. are you like do you mind in this song if I do this or are you just like this is what I'm doing no that no, doesn't work very well um, no um, it's actually funny like before we went on our first set of like festival run making the album with Jack was one of the easiest things I've ever done so simple the most difficult bits were coming naming the album was very difficult right and preparing for shows was very difficult right because essentially we are polar opposites when it comes to live shows right he presence, is presence on stage yeah he because Jack is very much it actually reminds me a lot of Alpha the cringe meter is like very low like anything like cringe at any moment can like right. your, your threshold of cringe is like very low like yeah, yeah, yeah. anything can oh that's the cringe yeah, yeah. so that's that's Jack but <laughs> basically <laughs> I realised that Jack thinks my, <laughs> my show is cringe because <laughs> I was like oh we can do this and I get why I could see in his face and the words that he was using that is deemed as cringe. But I suppose for Yo, me... Do you remember at... Um, oh, I think I saw, I saw oh, Barney. Okay. I think it was Box Park. I don't know if it oh, was. Man. I think it was, yeah, Box, it was Box, Park. Box Park. It was Box Park. He was on stage and there's like... <laughs> there's like haze. There's like haze or like... What's the thing that shoot out smoke? I don't even know. Yeah, I can't yeah, really yeah. call them haze. Like cannons, haze basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know how sometimes you see like... Yeah. I don't know if Beyonce is on stage and you see like fire just spurt out of yeah. nowhere the, at the front. of was like... Like, well, this was similar, but it was smoke instead of fire. So there was, like, there were big, like, subs, basically, at the front of the stage that, that these smoke things were coming out of. So Barney's doing his rap show and stuff, and he decides to step on one of them. So steps away from the stage and steps out on one of these sub things, and then just gets hit from, from, <laughs> from up and underneath him by this smoke thing. And it's just like, it's the, it's the craziest thing ever. But it was amazing. And it added to the performance. Obviously, it wasn't intended. Did you like play off it? I mean, yeah, no, he styled it out. It was really like, it was hilarious. But then it was part of the, I feel like it was, it wasn't a super, you know, if he was doing some deep tuning that happened, that would have been a mad, that would have been mad. Life is a pain. But yeah, 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 exactly. But it wasn't that. No, it was, he styled it out really well. But yeah, basically, go back to what you were saying. No, but I've, I've of, got a question though. Yeah. which is a weekly podcast because we are the best podcast. <laughs> also, if you haven't already... <laughs> We're on Patreon, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Patreon. We are on Patreon, guys. You get a weekly podcast every week. Patreon slash are we live? Why do you think we've jumped from 63 to 67, guys? Yeah, yeah. Because... We're on Patreon, baby. We live there. We live there. Now. We live there. Discord, Monday. Anyway, how did you guys figure out your performance style? Like, what? What? How did you guys figure out how you decided to perform? Because all of us have different styles in terms of how we approach live shows. When did you kind of get to a point where you're like, "Oh, this is my style. I like standing up. I like speaking. I don't like speaking. I like." Do you know what I'm saying? I close my eyes. I keep my eyes open. I like. When did you get to that point? Like, in terms of. 
your show weekly podcast um so maybe similar like to what you said about you do theatrics in terms of like you want to look oh no sorry stand up yeah um, analogy where it's like free-flowing mm-hmm. but everything's purposeful yeah. but it looks like effortless and free-flowing and stuff like that mm. there's an album or like a live show i think in the 70s that miles davis did and i think from all the videos i used to see mm. it just looks like everyone's just doing whatever they want and going yeah. as far out as they and things just happen tended mm. to happen in the moment and stuff like that mm. and i used to look at that like wow these musicians are on a different level to be able to be that in sync mm. but seeing an interview from Miles Davis, mm. I learned that it was very conscious. It was wow. a conscious decision. We're going to make this show look unrehearsed, but wow. we actually, we know exactly what's going to happen yeah. at exactly these points. And everything's going to be free. They're obviously still, you know, great musicians. They're able to pull it off, but the point was to make it look unrehearsed. And why? Why would they want to make it look unrehearsed? Because it's a better... It, when you... It looks you like you're a better improviser, yeah. yeah. It looks like you're a better improviser. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Better, better improviser. But also, but, they're part of the moment. It's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You're emphasising that anything can happen in the moment yeah. and you kind of inspire the audience yeah, by exactly. doing that. Yeah. Um, it's like when a he- when the comedians have planted hecklers yeah. and you're like, wow, their improv is insane. But yeah. sometimes it's like, it's when you realise the stage, you're like, oh, that's a shame. But at the time, you're watching it, you're like, this is amazing. I imagine it's a similar thing. The yeah. effect, yeah, dude. Because yeah. the effect it gave you, like if, a he- if someone heckles and they got an instant, ridiculously great comeback to it, yeah. then you kind of get some, yeah, it kind of inspires the audience. Like, oh man, this guy's just so, you know, on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to do that, yeah. that's basically what I've, the way I've gone instead of going, um, let me be this character. Yeah. Like I want my stuff to be more about my music. It's the yeah. same thing with my socials and stuff like that. Yeah. I barely do like selfies. I barely talk on mm. camera and stuff like that. Because mm. most people that like my stuff, they just like my music, and, yeah. and that's that's all right. Like I'd, I, I feel like I can sustain doing this like longer mm. by just being like this. Yeah, and, I, mean, and I suppose this is where I'm more com- most comfortable. And I think that's the interesting thing is that it, it work, both works in tandem. I think it's not just people. You know what your fan base want when it comes to your socials and what they want from your shows, but that also is exactly what you're like. So like, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's not like you're not. It's not like you have a, a personality and a characteristic that wants to be do selfies, that wants to be exactly. And if I did, then I'd work that into whatever the branding mm-hmm. is. And that's you know, however you want to feel most comfortable, or whatever how whatever makes you feel most comfortable is whatever you can do for the longest. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Jordan, how's your? Do you feel like you've got a way of being on stage? Now? Yeah. Um, I I think actually only lately like. For the first time, I did a my I did some solo shows for this record store, um, little tour that I did mm. around my album, mm. and I um, when you know, when I do solo, like I can dict I can just go anywhere mm. with any song. I can extend the chorus. I can do whatever. So like, yeah. having that much control over everything actually made me way more relaxed. And then I was like talking more to the crowd. I was basically. P- Basically, I have this post persona, which is me on Instagram, which is like a joker, like weird guy. Mm. But that is me. And sometimes when I get on stage, I get a bit like shy. Why? <clears throat> well, it's probably just like, I'm not, I'm not, um, what's it called? I don't have stage fright or anxiety, but like, I don't know. I, there's something weird in there. Even are, you, I'm, are you scared that your fan base won't, like, will be like, oh, this is weird. What the fuck are you doing? No, no, because I've done, I did it on this right. tour. I was being, uh-huh. I was being really weird on stage and saying <laughs> stuff like, sorry, I'm weird. <laughs> it's like I am the weird person you see on Instagram yeah. but people like were coming up to me afterwards and being like we've seen you like seven times and 
you were that was by far the most like natural you were on stage mm. you should like pursue that yeah. thing so I've got a question for you then. weekly podcast um, patreon baby dot com forward slash are we live we don't need sponsored ads we just got Barney here <laughs> yeah, so, boom, 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 boom. so yeah my question is you see how you was like you, you were very relaxed doing your solo stuff because you can weave in and out of stuff you can do this you can do that do you think artists like um, James Brown for example and D'Angelo who will do things like three hits boom yeah. boom boom four hits boom 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 like mm. stuff like that they'll mm. do things off the cuff mm. and the band just has to respond mm. what if you could play that solo set but your band just knows mm. every song or anything you can possibly go into well I've thought I've thought about you. that like there was one show I've, I've done when you play in Tokyo or when I do at the jazz clubs like you do two double shows mm. a night and you really get into like a you really get like comfortable yeah. in your space and having to pack down or whatever. So like after the first show, which is really stressful because like the Japanese crowd is really quiet, but then they're like, you know, they're really respectful. So mm. I was like, this is really awkward because I'm used to people like talking or whatever. But um, in those gigs, I found for the first time we were like experimenting, mm. like which is what you guys do all the time, like you're soloing or whatever. But in the middle of a song, I literally changed the chords and didn't tell the band I was going to, yeah. just to see how they reacted. I remember everyone's faces, and then we started really laughing, and we were like, "This is something now!" Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we were doing that thing that like bands usually do, where they like, go somewhere, mm. and um, we all still sort of talk about that gig is like one of our most favorite times we were like properly expressing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I do want to do it more. I want to, but, but basically to do that, I have to like really consciously know what moments in the set will be just like different every night because yeah, otherwise yeah. like you know like Sorceress for example my track which mm. is like pretty pop structure mm. it's hard to go on one on Sorceress because mm. like it needs to it needs to sort of be that way but there's quite a few songs I have that are like you know more jazzy and I could just say I'm going to call it when we go somewhere I'm not mm, going to yeah. tell you when and that sort of makes people like on it well, that's but that's happens. the thing you can you can allocate that time yeah you can allocate that time also like but do you call it or do you have a 16 bars of this and then do you know what I'll sometimes like sometimes I'll move the mic and I'll shout at, wow. at the people behind me basically just saying I will do this one next yeah. basically just because I've made myself people are kind of relaxed on the stage if they see me on my phone now because I, I like I, I got like a stopwatch for example for sets and I've yeah. got my set list on my phone like between tunes I'm talking to people and I'm looking at my phone it's like sorry just checking what song's next. Oh, okay, it's that one. Cool. Like I'm Sick. doing... Your band are relaxed. No, the, 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 aud the audience... But audience are relaxed. And also, basically, everyone in the room feels relaxed because I'm kind of relaxed about it. That's so sick. So I'm basically... We, we can kind of go anywhere, but um, certain transitions and stuff, and stuff are really like drilled, basically. Yeah. They're really purposeful. That sort of thing, but yeah. What I was saying to you was, you felt more relaxed on your solo thing when you went up and down doing the um, the record store thing. Yeah. If you could just do that with a band that just knows you, or knows, oh yeah, this is something you would do. Mm. Cool. And then they can just follow you. I don't know if you can get so that's at the pinnacle of yeah. being relaxed. It's true. Yeah. Like if you were doing that same set and then you just had the rest of the band playing along, mm. that's like the most relaxed you could be. But that takes the amount of rehearsal that takes is that's, that's like some bruce, bruce springsteen like has he he gets his band to learn his whole discography and, and, and he ran and night he asked the crowd what do you want to hear and like it's sort of his fans know now that he asked the crowd 
Wow. And so everyone's like this track, and they have to play any random off off catalog yeah, track. That's, wow. that's, that's Prince had similar vibe as well. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But Prince, like you mentioned, the Prince James Brown D'Angelo world of being like, "Ban, bring it down," and like, "Ban, go up." Like they yeah, can just they're like that. controlling that energy. Yeah, is that also takes a strong personality, yeah. like which. I sort of jokingly do in rehearsal, but I don't have the confidence to do that on stage just yet. So I think when Barney was saying, like, have you, um, what is your stage presence thing? I think, like, I haven't fully achieved mine yet. So, would, 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 but my thing is that, is your dream to be that? Is well, dream my dream is to have, like, a couple moments in the set where I do have that fun, like, D'Angelo interaction with the band. Yeah. And also, like, go off on random medleys and, like, everyone's following me. Yeah. It's, we're nearly there like I'm nearly at what I, I love it's an, it's an ever evolving process yeah. even me I won't say that I'm done with what I'm you know mm. this is just how I am for now but I'm always like working to be and I'm sure it's the same with Barney it's just yeah. like there's got to be that pinnacle of, of freedom where like you step out on stage you know exactly what you do I'll compare it to like you know them um, West End shows where yeah. people do the show every day yeah or Monday to Saturday and then you know those are quite rigid but after a while you just know the thing so much that you're not you're barely thinking yeah you're barely like you know uh, not that i've spoken i don't know anyone that's i'm just speculating if i'm playing a show every single day yeah like i'm gonna know that in and out but imagine you were free to interchange whatever tunes you're doing where you go yeah. and you had that same level of confidence Ah, okay, we just know we're just gonna do that. And we're it's sick. That. That's why I, I love like on the festival run. My favorite festival run usually is around the middle to the end because you're then in a, you're in your in oh your yeah, group, you're, in, you're in your bag. I don't yeah, need yeah. to. Yeah, we know what to, what to do. We know whatever the chat's down now as well. We know how to. Like, you know what I'm saying we get the. If you can the, do that and be free, that linking those two is that that's the craziest probably pie that we you know I, I ain't achieved that yet. But imagine that'd be sick. What like being a frontman like one. Do you like the added, the name frontman? Someone says, oh, you were a frontman. How do you feel about that? Well, I come from a background of being, I was a producer first mm. and then a singer. Mm. So like, I always get, I wouldn't say sad, but like, I hate it when people in the crowd are mm. like, or I love being part of the band. Like I oh, love being okay. that guy playing the keys. Yeah. When someone's doing a solo, I just love playing keys and being in the band. Mm. And then and sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I'm happy the chorus is coming up, I have to go and sing again. And yeah. like, it detaches me a bit mm. because I don't have that fr classic stereotypical frontman energy. Mm. Like, so um, that's something that I'm always thinking about. I wish I could just sort of be that James Blake reclusive style of performer. Where he just sits there in his like keyboard riser, just yeah. like playing the synths and doesn't really talk much. And he just sings. He doesn't mm. like walk around stage. Mm. Um, but I would like to also one day be able to like walk around stage, not be dancing, but at least just be mo being off the instrument. Got you, got you. But like that is even thinking about that is just like I can feel my chest tightening. <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> but I will do that one well, I mean, day. Yeah, bro, you did. You couldn't play without having an instrument in front of you, and you, you, man you managed to do that. Yeah, now I do what like when I sing with Alpha. What I do is like I do this sometimes. I'm singing. I put my hands in my no, pocket. No, Namaste. Yeah. yeah, or I like grab the mic with both hands and yeah. like I just don't let go. And as soon as I let go, I'm like, you're about to let go now. And then I let go. <laughs> yeah. I'm like really in my head about it. Yeah, like but, people are really like natural. But you look natural. Well, also, when you're singing, usually with like because usually you do that when it's um. A feature you're jumping up for somebody yeah and all those features i've done have been low low vibe that's so the thing they're right? not hype yeah except our one which is like 
it's hip hop, so there's a even though Alpha is one that's faster tempo, it's a bit more like I can just sway around because yeah, it's got a good slow. Sway. But our one is like, tell me something. I've got to sort hey. of, but I'm still like, tell me I'm still like singing dead still and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The um, that's an interesting question because like this, I think about it a lot when I think about my stage plot. Mm. So, I have this thing where. I want to be able to see everyone because I do these things in the set where it's like, well, if I change up something, basically I want everyone to know what it is I'm doing. So I want eyesight with yeah. everyone. Oh. And, you know, it's a tried and tested thing, but in all like setups where you've got similar band to the band I've got in terms of like instrumentation, mm. like keys works best on the side. Yeah. Cause so see. I can see everyone that I'm, you know, we can, we can talk and then we can react to each other, stuff like that. It works best on the side. Yeah. But, Cause I'm writing all these tunes and stuff like that, and speaking to management, blah blah. blah. Like, oh no, you need to be in the middle, yeah. Because that's what people are paid to see. You know, people are paid to see you, so you need to be in the center. Mm. Being the cent in the center is an inconvenience. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Well, you know especially I, mean? I think it's also you have to specify because I think it's an inconvenience because of what you're playing. If you're a guitarist or if you're uh, just singing, you can be front and center because I can look back whenever I want. Yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. if you're play like if you're starting the songs. Every time he's starting the pretty much starting yeah, the songs yeah, or whatever, yeah. Alpha has to gaze. I'm it's looking left. Look, I'm yeah. looking left. Uh, you know, left at the back of, as yeah. well. Like I'm doing 360s. Do you know what yeah. I mean? In terms of like the people around me, all for the sake of the perception of me being this front man. Yeah. So it's annoying. It's got to be done. I understand the value in it, but it does take away from what I'm actually trying to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not like I have a, I, I don't take dominant, super dominant roles in my music anyway. Mm. Like we spoke about this in another yeah, yeah. podcast. On the Patreon podcast. That yeah, you can so, get so right it's now. a thing where if I'm on the side, <laughs> if you heard all keys, everything and stuff like that, that would draw your eyes to the side anyway. Mm. But because that's not how my music is made, yeah. I have to be in the center. Yeah. Just so I can, do you know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird sort of. Oh, so you're you're stuck with the complex of like even still now you're like I need to be in the center more, but I I need also need to communicate with the band more. Yeah, so I'm. You right could get now, like uh, rear view mirrors. So, so <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So on the headline, That'd be sick, actually. on the headline, I'm just gonna I'm on I'm I'm on the side because you know people that will come to my show probably know me anyway. Yeah. So they'd know where I am on stage, but on f most festivals. The stage plot is different. I'm in the center, so people Ooh, know more about what it is. But yeah, I don't. Um, I understand I'm a front man, but I don't feel like I am. Does yeah. that make sense? Do you? Do you? Do you? Um, when you go to a show as like an uh, a uh, audience member, do you think as as a performer, you going to shows helps your show? Do you go into study? Yeah, yeah. Do you go like because I know like yeah for me I do that was with chucks and things. Alpha, do you go? To shows and like, oh, I want to see what they do, or is it just kind of like I want to just go and enjoy the show. If that makes sense. Um, I don't ever do that live when I'm watching someone, but mm. I've seen a bunch of like YouTube videos right. and stuff like that, just from live performances mm. and just trying to work out what they're doing mm. and how to improve what it is I'm doing. Um, but live, mm, no. Like I said, I haven't really been to too many shows that I haven't. Where there's people random, mm. and and I'm like, okay, they're doing something new and interesting. I kind of know, or have probably seen a live video anyway mm. of any show that I'm going to watch, in a weird way. I've yeah. got a question, Alpha. Sorry, guys. I actually, answer the sorry. No, no, it's. I actually forgot your question. Just the question now, was, was, was like, do you go and? Oh well, I, when I was on tour um, for my Origin album, mm. I was um, on all of the flights. I was watching like two concerts a flight, like really oh, studying. I was like 
watching all the classic because Origin was more of a soulful album. I was like, I need to study on all the soulful greats. So I watched like five Marvin Gaye sets, lots of Stevie sets, lots of Al Green sets, all the legends like James Brown, Prince, yeah, yeah. and lots of D'Angelo stuff. And like, there were similarities with all of them. I was like, okay, shit, that's something that like is done in yeah. a soul set. Like getting up from the keyboard, walking around, interacting with the crowd. I was like, yeah. shit, okay, I'm not that level yet, but maybe I can do this small thing, like bring it down, talk to the crowd, and which I ended up doing like mm. in Japan because I saw D'Angelo did that a lot. Like he brings it right down. Everyone's playing really dynamic, really low dynamic. I just talk a story and then I bring it back up on a cue, which seems so simple. But, but you've done that. But I think even at Roundhouse, you, what, you go into the end. Well, that was after all the studying. Okay. That's what I mean, yeah. Right. It, that was exactly, yeah. The yeah. Roundhouse was the last show of the whole thing. Yeah. And so we had like fully flexed all of our like um, tricks I had learned. Yeah. Um, like intros and, ex- and transitions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Question. Sorry, guys. I'm not asking question. So I know Jordan's answer to this, but Alpha, have you ever been a support act before? Yeah. I had a, I did a gig with uh, Moonchild and Eric Cloud. Yes, you did. And there's another band, Songkhoi Blues. Yes. I, I, I was support for them as well. And I may have been the only two. I can't think. Yeah, and that was a while ago. That was, what, like four years ago, three years ago? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, do we, so the question I've got is like, support act etiquette because i think we've been speaking as like headline shows do you have any etiquette rule like things that you should like to inc- like tips to help support acts when being, when it's being support act like what things today should you focus on because you get less time to sound check usually yeah uh people aren't necessarily there to see you yeah yeah i think tips. um before you put your salesman hat on yeah show people what you got a little bit yeah so Explain who you are. I think the exp- explanation of who you are, what you've got out, stuff like that, um, relation to the artist, all stuff like that, that should be done at least a few songs in. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you do that straight away, it just looks like, ah, uh, it's like, you know, you're trying to sell me something. Whereas like, if you've proved something to me already mm-hmm. and I'm in, then you can be like, ah, uh, by the way, my name is this. Mm-hmm. I've got this side if you're interested. Because you're three songs deep in, people mm. will know whether they're interested mm. or not. So you're saying there, three right? songs. You're saying three songs. I'm saying in and around. I'm saying that do a sizable chunk of your set yeah. first before you can say hello and stuff like that, but I'm saying before putting the sales because the point of being a support in the rawest way is to get the main acts artists re- yeah, on like I say, get the main acts audience mm. on side, mm. maybe get the exposures expose yourself to them, mm. get them to listen to your music. You gotta funnel to find a way to funnel them to mm. your stuff. I, I agree with that. But I just agree I just um not disagree, but I just think the timing of when you do that in your set mm. is really important. Mm. Um because I've seen a lot of support acts and I've obviously been in support acts, but I've seen a lot of support acts where when you started with the desperation sort of thing, mm. I'll kind of feel like it puts me in a weird mindset when it comes to listening to your music. Now yeah. I'm listening to your music with a, with a charitable, yeah. charitable ears almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, a fav- like I'm doing you a favour, basically. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, being a support is a favour, isn't it? Like, it's like you are, you know, the main act is doing you a favour. So that is, it is what it is. But mm. I'm just saying like, the act, the performance of it and what you have to put into the audience is that no, I'm I'm here, mm. um, but let me show you what I can do first. Then let me ask something of you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it has to be that way. Yeah. That's the only. That, I no I also think well, like, yeah. if you've got a few EPs out or something, mm. it's probably best as a support act. 
in a cynical way to play your most popular songs. Okay. Not like your your f- most favorite songs because okay. like I went through that um, with Nao's tour. Mm. I supported Nao 2015 or something mm. like that. I was doing a solo set though, mm-hmm. and I was playing like songs I really liked that I'd never even re- released. I was like, I love this beat. I'm mm. gonna do it. And then I remember like people at the time were like, Oh, I never heard that. Where where can I find that? And I like. So my next tour, I supported Jamie Wu, and I was just playing like all of my most popular songs, yeah, so and that went down chat, really well. Like yeah. every crowd was just, yeah, really into it. I think it, I've so. seen you get an encore as a support. I don't yeah. think I've seen anyone. <laughs> oh god, that no, was a, no, that was a dead no, that was horrible day. Oof. That was a deadly Oof. day. <laughs> that was a horrible day. <laughs> big, one of the big regrets of my career. Oh. Wait, so we don't have to say who we've we... we've. I'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast, but maybe years ago. I don't think we spoke about it. Like we talked about this recently, though. Was that off did. air? Yeah, I was off air. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so let's to clarify, Jordan. What happened? You don't have to say any names. What happened? Yeah, I won't say the names. Yeah. So I was I was asked really last minute to come on board as a support to help yeah. sell some tickets. Yeah. So they booked me as a solo. And this is the etiquette, actually. This right. is a good part of etiquette. Uh-huh. They booked me as a solo s- keyboard singer. Yeah, so why? So what? So, okay, go on. So, yep. And then so I was like, cool, cool, cool. And my last show before that was like potentially my one Club 100 show, which was really, really good vibe that in the crowd. Sick, and yeah. it sold out right. really quickly. It was 300 cat. Yeah. And this was a 200 cat venue, and I was yeah. on a support. So I was like, okay, I'll do a solo show. And then I was like, well, actually, I'm worried that. Um, I'm worried that people are going to, you know, they want to hear my groove. So I actually secretively brought my band. So let's stop there. Let's stop there. <laughs> let's stop there. Etiquette. Etiquette. Why is that Why is that wrong or right to do that, Alpha? So normally when you have a main act, <laughs> yes. the size of the main act band-wise, yeah. um, the support act should be smaller than that to lead into the main act because yeah. you know we're supposed to grow as the night goes on yeah if you have something potentially too competitive in terms of like if i had like if i had <laughs> imagine i had like i don't know man let's say there was a band called wimpy and the orchestra yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name and, and let's say let's say wimpy and the orchestra supported me yeah and my band's five piece yeah, yeah? and then you got wimpy and the orchestra supporting yeah you crazy they're playing like james bond theme songs <laughs> do, 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 do. like they're playing all this crazy it's 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 just madness in it full yeah. full-blown orchestra then i come on yeah after yeah. no orchestra nothing like that it's just me and my fire still a good show yeah. but it's lessened it's gone you've gone down yeah that's yeah, the a idea really is extreme to, the idea is yeah. to the, to the idea up, is yeah. to build up the, yeah. it's a really extreme example but even i'd argue having the, ex- the exact the same, same numbers yeah. um already you just put in support against main yeah. by doing that yeah. just optic wise yeah. it just looks like oh, it's similar so yeah. it looks like a a double header 100 percent. which main acts don't tend to like but also uh-huh. what's important is uh-huh. promoters yeah. when they tell you what your setup needs to be stick to what that setup yeah is. yeah uh-huh. that was the learning curve yeah. so, anyway, so so well. you've rocked up yeah. I rocked up with a trio, which is smaller than my five-piece band. But you rocked up with a trio. But yeah, I rock, so I rock up with the trio. What's the energy like? Did you even notice the energy? Fine. Okay. And they were fine. They were okay. like, oh, cool. Okay, sick. That's going to be a vibe. So like the, the act yeah, yeah. and the venue and the um, his tour manager, his front of house person. He, he or she's. Yes, yes, yes. There's, there. 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 there um, um, anyway, so I, um, I was playing the show and like, 
I was so I had that mindset of like this is a thirty minute set. Usually support sets are shorter. Mm. I'm gonna play like my most my biggest hits. Just the bangers. And so everything was like grooving and stuff, and the crowd was actually going insane. Was there? Me and Alpha were there. We were there. As a support, were you there? I wasn't there. I was there. As a support, wow. like, and, and the place was ro- it was rock. It was like bro. a headline show. <laughs> yeah. I imagine he's com- the confidence level with Sky High with Rex because he's just done Club One Hundred. And Club yeah. One Hundred was like an Big epic track. night. Yeah. yeah. And so he's coming off of the back of this, and the boy is. Ki- and you know why it's bad? People are singing along to the songs. That's what made it worse. So <laughs> people are singing along to the song. He's killing it. He has to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> He gets a cloak like James Brown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pre cloak actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I I come off stage yeah. and the crowd was like screaming encore encore like the that thing they're clapping clapping. Do you like, remember uh, what uh, exactly uh, they were, were they going one more song or whether yeah. I think there was really loud just cheer yeah, yeah, yeah. and constant. It was just evident that yeah. it was an, it was encore vibes. Yeah, yeah encore. and then um so, I get off stage. So, so rules are. So what are the, let's pause it. Okay, yeah. rule one. What are the rules are? You definitely you do not do an encore. <laughs> do not you do an encore stay as a you definitely stay And you pretend like you're going, oh man, that's you're going to kill it. You told the, the act next, oh man, they're the ready for you. Really they're really amazing. They're, yeah, man, the crowd they're are great. Insane. They're ready for you, man. I could just like, oh, it's going to be sick, man. I can't, that's what you do. You yeah. don't go back on, you stay off stage. And oh. people will talk to you after the show and they'll be like, your set was amazing, cool, cool, cool. But you always, you never, ever, 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 ever go back on stage for an encore if you're a support act. Never, ever. Well, Jeez. plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? So, I, so I came off stage and I was like, that was fun. We were like talking to the promoter and the artist and his drummer was backstage. What was the vibe, what was the vibe like when you walked He was, I got off stage and the artist was angry already. <laughs> They they were all I could see his at first before the gig before the gig lovely we were like we had been chatting online for ages and we finally got to meet I was a massive fan of this artist yeah. so so like oh my god oh yeah let's hang out blah blah and then after the gig he literally ignored me stared at the wall and was doing warm ups like singing warm ups and staring at the wall and I was just like what have I done and then <laughs> and then um wait wait wait, wait, wait. so you're saying what have I done you've seen us backstage. <laughs> What do you then do? <laughs> you understand. You understand the situation. You understand the assignment. Well, right now. this is this could be my potential on being on the spectrum, but I um, <laughs> I didn't understand the social situation well enough. what did you? So what did you think? Let's go through your mind. So you've walked in, and by the way, the backstage is literally next it's to tiny. the stage. It's like really small, and it's right next to the stage. Like, so the minute you open the door, you hear. Yo, you see. He's doing vocal warm-ups to the wall. That's hilarious. You're making man face the wall in his own backstage because he's that angry. So what, in your brain, why did you decide to go back? So what was the process? Well, it was was a really, it was a really, it was a proper headline encore sort of level cheer. Yes, yes, we got it. And we were waiting back there for about a minute and they still hadn't stopped. And I was like, I was was actually talking to the artist and the manager and the promoter who was there. I was just like, should I go back on? Because they haven't stopped yet. I was like, should I go back on? And then did, did no one respond. No to one was really responding. That means but no. then the promoter was like, yeah, go for it, <gasps> go for it. And then I was like, the are you sure? And then, but, and then the guy warming up was still just looking at the wall, like not acknowledging me. So did he speak to you? Did he say anything to Yo, you? Promoters the, the, don't. The, care. He didn't say. Wait, the, did the artist say anything to well, you? Well, he sort of went. Hmm. Hmm. That's not yes, Jordan. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. 
Um, so I went on and I did like another banger. funky song or something. Banger, bro. He did a banger. It might have been like at the bass Something like it was a it was a big one. And then, and then I then... came off the stage and yeah, they they were like again same vibe, obviously like. And um, I remember actually going into the crowd, yeah. watching the gig, and yeah, just being like, yeah. thinking in my head the whole time, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" I've like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Yeah. And then yeah, it actually was made worse by like, um, him finishing his show, and like walking straight past me, not yeah. saying goodbyes, and then the... and then going on to block me for eighteen months on all social medias. Yeah. So he, so the guy, wow. I, I don't even want it. So the guy, the guy finished the show. Yeah. And rather than going backstage, he went off of stage and walked straight past Jordan. He didn't go backstage. He went straight past Jordan and went to the merch desk. So needless to say, did he get an encore? No. No, he didn't do one. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, also, Etika, his... what are we talking about now? <laughs> this story... This is not Let etiquette. this be a lesson to you. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, I've got a question. you got to answer it honestly. Was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Wait, I wait. Think you said he blocked the... you for 18 months. Does that mean that he unblocked you by now? Yeah, because the thing is, I love yeah, yeah, their yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was always... When he was releasing music, I was always doing that classic Insta story, sharing it. Like, I love this new song by this person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think someone must have screenshotted it and shown him. He's just like, oh, shit, that's right. I blocked this guy. I'm going to unblock him and say... And then he said, oh, thanks for sharing. You know, that okay, sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. one... We've talked since. Okay, one... Was but it not worth, about the night. Was it worth it? No, no, uh, no. Seriously, I regret it. Two hundred cat venue. Okay, not cool. Two, did he act accordingly, blocking you? No, no, that he shouldn't have done that. Wait, we would. <laughs> would you block? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't block you. But, but you would. Would you even be angry? I can't. I I would be. Would I be angry? I like a challenge though. I love a challenge. Man, I went out. Uh, this is. Uh, it's nearly time out, by the way. I'm not to steal all the spotlight, but I um. I played a show in Chicago. Sam yeah. Wills goes on before me he's solo. Yeah. And he is absolutely killing it with yeah. his vocal runs that night. Like yeah. the crowd was going insane. Yeah. Like more than the night before my yeah. own headline show. Yeah. So the crowd was like eating him up and yeah. he was doing all the won't you say this? And they were like saying it back sort of thing. Yeah. And then I went on. And I remember I remember this vividly. I came off stage that night being like, that was insane. That was the first time ever the support had a bigger cheer than me, yeah. even in my biggest moment of my set, like yeah. at the base, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, but that's sick though. I love. I, I wasn't. Um. I didn't feel any like anger or. I feel like the show is about the. Sh I think the show should be about the show. The night, yeah. yeah it's about the night, and people won't go away being like, just because the support act is great doesn't mean that that you're terrible. Like I think they can both work in tandem, and I, yeah. and I love the idea of having somebody on before that is killing it. Because then the yeah. energy's high. I like the energy being high. That's yeah, me personally. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, yeah. Alpha, how do you feel? Um, I Alpha's don't know, like, they die. If they die, they die. <laughs> I don't know. I won't, I won't be... If, the, if someone supporting me got... To be honest, I'm different. I wouldn't do runs at the wall. I would say, <laughs> don't go back out. I would yeah. literally say that. Yeah, you can't, encore, you can't do an encore though. You can't do an encore. Basically, yeah. If, the, if it's an encore, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. Your time's done. But you did well. Yeah. Obviously, like... I, can't I told you bring a, I told you bring a trio. Why'd you bring a horn section? <laughs> no, I'll be I like, so I'd be, I'd, yeah, I'd be really specific about what their setup is before, and I'd stop them if they tried to bring extra people. Mm. Like I would, didn't it? Just because I know how a show runs, yeah. I would do the same if I was support. Yeah, it's not really a, it's just business. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to make this show the best show it exactly. could be in general. That yeah. includes supports. Yeah. 
So the show shows just have to grow technically. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. And I give him a sh- and I give him a shout out on stage. When exactly. I'll be like, "Yo, didn't he kill it? Did it or didn't she like?" I'll beg him up when I'm on stage and be like, "Wow, they were incredible." Exactly. Hundred percent. Cool. But Jeff. I got a question. Okay. So it's about this blocking for eighteen months thing. Yeah. So I'm not sure how to phrase this question. Yeah. I'm not sure where, in what direction to go in. Yeah. Basically. Is blocking, do you feel like you're inflicting pain? Have you blocked someone before? Yeah. Did you feel like you're inflicting pain on that person you're blocking by blocking them? Yes and no. There's a, I blocked a couple people. Because you know how blocking works, right? I'm yeah. sure everyone knows how blocking works. Yeah. More time, if you block me, I don't know you blocked me. Because basically what happens is when you block somebody, they unfollow you. So basically you unfollow them and they unfollow you. So they yeah. don't even realise. So you don't even realise you're not following them anymore. Yeah, yeah. So... I'll- so yeah. it's someone that was following you. So, so, so if if I'm if I block you right now, you'll unfollow me, so you can't see anything. But it will actually unfollow, and I'll unfollow. You. So both of us will unfollow. Each you other. To unfollow I'll follow the person, and then it fo- and then I unfollow. Yeah. yeah, but it also makes you impossible to search for. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, um, there's that, couple couple done that I, I did it to be like, yo, you feel that? Cool. Okay. They were they were. Uh, I don't want to go too much detail, but they were. Yes, it would have hurt. Okay. Okay. So it would have hurt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess my first question was, does blocking hurt? Yeah. And, um, and Does it hurt you? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was does. hurt by that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was hurt by it. Have right. you ever searched your name? Yeah. Have, have you ever searched for somebody and you can't find them because you find out they've blocked you? No, that's not Well, that's what I, that's, I was like, his new album was, I was just like, wow, he's going rogue not having social media. That's oh, what I was thinking. that's sad. Okay, cool, And then cool. I I see, when, he, when I was unblocked and I'd seen he had been posting a year ago, I was just like, whoa, I was blocked. Okay. All For right. 18 months. Okay, so so the second part to my question yeah. is the 18 months thing. Yeah. So the fact that he followed you back after 18 months, what do you think of like uh, forgiveness and forgetfulness and, and that sort of thing? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, is 18 months, is that the amount of time that he was pissed? Or was it like actually maybe two months and he just forgot you were alive until that 18 months happened. later when the Insta story shared and then maybe like, oh, maybe yeah, this yeah. guy's alive i'm not i'm actually not angry anymore yeah or maybe he thought actually it wasn't you know it didn't really warrant blocking him yeah he might have then. calmed down he might have been like oh that was moving man how long, it, how long does it take you to calm down barney calms down like in yeah. hours yeah <clears throat> he calms down quickly but I, but I burst pause i burst quickly <laughs> i burst quickly so okay. I, I i get angry <laughs> you're moving man i okay. get I, I go and then I'll calm down like a few hours so not actually wait calm down is the wrong thing I guess it's a grudge thing right how long yeah. do you hold a grudge for oh man how long do you hold a grudge for Jordan I'm I'm bad like yeah I've but I don't have many of those people in my life but yeah, yeah. I one. find it quite like one. I've quite find it quite yeah. difficult to forgive someone if it depending on the crime how do you right. find forgiveness of? I think I'm kind of a yeah, yeah, I think I'm kind of a um, I think I'm kind of good at forgiving, but only because I'm so forgetful. Wait, wait. <laughs> I thought you weren't a good. Though? I thought you didn't like forgiving. For me, forgiveness is I can't remember what you've done. <laughs> so if you can remember it, it's not happening. Oh, wait, that, <laughs> that's not forgiveness. That's what I was, I was asking not- about. <laughs> I was asking about forgiveness and forgetfulness. Not forgiveness. No, but if it, in your heart of hearts, <laughs> so you might bad. have forgiven them because your body's chosen, your brain's chosen to forget. But you're that not. Even but you're not saying that your body's done that. You're just saying that. No, you're but forgetful. I'm thinking maybe it's a sub, you've subconsciously forgiven them because you've forgotten about it, right? <sighs> nah. I don't know. That's just, that's <laughs> just how I view it. 
Anyway, that's probably a, a, a question for another one. We'll probably go deep in that. We go on, on the Patreon. How about that? We can talk about yeah, on the Patreon. On the Patreon, we'll have a chat about that. Dot com what, you know, forward slash are we live. How it's, long do you hold a grudge for, guys out there? Have a think about that. Have a think about it. Also, this might be the last one... Of the year. Of the oh, year. yeah, yeah. You definitely know, we the might, last... We might, we might... We might do a Christmas, we might do a little New Christmas Year special. On Patreon. Um, but for you guys out there in Spotify, I hope you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, all yeah, that man. stuff. Thank you guys for supporting us over the year. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll, we'll speak to you guys soon. Nice Peace one. out. Peace. Bye.